You're listening to Only Here for the Wi-Fi. Hey, hey, you're tuned in to Only Here for the Wi-Fi. And today on the show, we have Dirty Backseat for episode 73. Today, we're going to be talking about albums. We're going to be talking about electronic pedals and live music and and changes that have happened. We're going to be talking about fashion. We're going to be talking about making music videos in in a desert and stuff. We got Mohani in the house. Let me try and pull up the the cool photo. There it is. Yeah, man. Like I was saying before, if you've been sleeping on this dude and the label, uh, Slow Decay, I don't know what to tell you, man. You're doing life wrong. He's in the building. I'm just doing the thing where I pin the comment. Yeah, man. Super, super cool retro vibes. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And uh, tomorrow, just as a heads up to everyone who's tuned in, tomorrow we're also going to be interviewing a very, very cool person uh, by the name of Leila Nahas uh, or Nahas, whatever. And uh, she's super cool also. uh, But that's happening tomorrow. And uh, by all means, send in your questions, do the thing. Without further ado, we're going to get Dirty Backseat onto the live. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, hey. What's up, my man? (laughs) All is great. All is great. I can't can't believe it. You made it. We're here. We're doing the podcast. Yeah, man. Finally. Like, I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. شو الوضع بمصر بهالايام؟ والله يعني uh, it's very cold to be honest. Mm. It's too cold man. Yeah, like it's freezing. Um, and rather than that corona is not any like like a big thing here now. It's uh, like everybody's going out, everybody's uh, like um, partying and and all, you know. Back to normal يعني. Yeah. Is it semi back to normal? It's still people are wearing masks kinda. and stuff. No, no kind of actually, kind of like, um, yeah, there are quite some people who are, who are a bit uh, afraid of Corona and they're doing their precautions and they're going, um, like, like they want to, they, they don't want to party a lot and, uh, like they just don't want to go out a lot. Yeah. And other people are just living the normal life. But I think from what I see, I think the majority of people now are, like going out and living the life like the normal thing, you know? Well, hey, you know, that's refreshing to hear for sure. Um, of course, yeah. you know, local businesses, it's it's the same thing, I think, in Ottawa, uh, where I am right now. You know, they were going yeah. to open, stores were opening, but, you know, I, I don't think that uh, like restaurants and or music clubs or things like that are a thing um, yeah, that's so sad. By the way, it's probably until until uh, June or so. But anyway, man, you know, yeah, what what kind of pro tips would you give to your younger self, like uh, as ways to like cope with the lockdown? Like, what would you be like, yo, man? Listen, this is what you need to do. 
<laughs> regarding the lockdown you mean uh-huh. yeah i would say uh just stay at home be careful <laughs> that's it is this cruel <laughs> just stay at home no but son yeah i need like come on man we got to talk with seriousness you know what i mean like maybe you're like you need to get like uh she uh 10 containers of tuna schweit food things that don't perish you yeah. know canned goods you know, like what kind of what kind of pro tips would you give if you're like proper lockdown? Okay, I would I would uh, I would tell myself to like um, uh, just go to the supermarket once a week, grab all the food you need. You know, learn how to cook. You know, because by the way, I'm a kick-ass chef. By the way, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah, just get all the food you uh, you need. Uh, cook really well and uh, just spend more time at home spend more time with yourself mm. uh, make more music uh, like read more uh, watch more movies for example uh, just try to like have some have like a nice time with yourself during the lockdown exactly this is what i've been doing last year you know yeah well, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, you and and a, and a lot of us, you know, there are some people who have done positivity and there are some people who, who like com- have, have completely crumbled. You, my dude, you just released in the, uh, you know, beginning of 2021, you released uh, the music video for for River. Uh, yeah. Yo, what's the deal with that? Tell me, how did that all come to be? You know what? River was... Uh... <laughs> I've been working on, actually, a funny thing, uh, that record, uh, Pop Heart Taking Songs, um, I, all, I, I finished this record like early in the quarantine, like in March, uh, March, April. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, some, somewhere between these couple of months. Uh, so it was early and during the lockdown and quarantine, and everybody was staying at home. And uh, I just, I was working from home too. And, uh, uh, aside from that, I spent more, more and more time in the studio. So I decided to like focus more on finishing the, the records that I've been writing for like the past year. Um, so yeah, man, River. I thought it was it was the cool tune that had had it had more instruments. It had like um, different variations, um, and I thought I thought it could be, and it, it had a, it had a story. It also has a story behind it. Um, but um, so yeah, after finishing this EP, I thought of uh, shooting a music video with like a very very tight budget. I've been working on that video since last summer. Oh wow! Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, I was I was just trying to find the cool dude or the cool you know director who wanted who just wanted to like uh, collaborate on this song. Uh, try to write with me like a, a very nice cool idea that relates to the song. Um, so yeah, I, I only found Asma Hashem. She's she's the one who directed the video, and she's a very old friend of mine too, a close friend. And uh, she always supports, man. Like she's been supporting what I've what I've been doing for years. Yeah, let yeah. me just let's see here. You got um, to you know to talk about the credits, and and maybe you can give me a little bit of information as to like uh, you know how you met these people, the story. You know, you got it's directed by Asma Hisham uh, Salem. Salim. Salim. Yeah. How did you meet Esma? Uh, that was, I think, 10 years ago. 
Okay. Yeah, we met we, we met in a music studio, and she was an applied arts student, and she was working on um, she was working on a, a bachelor of hers. Uh, it was a, a documentary about uh, the the music scene in Egypt, or basically the rock scene in, in Egypt. Mm. So yeah, she spent she used to spend a lot of time in the music studio that I, that I used to go to. Uh, it's called Vibe, and uh, it's called what yeah. now? Say again. Vibe. 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 For, uh, yeah, studio. Uh, I remember. I don't remember the, the full name though. Anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, we, we we met there, and she wanted to interview me back then because I had a band called the Jokers. Uh, yeah, and we used to like write. Um, we, we were we, we were a rock band basically. We wrote our own songs back then. Uh, it was it was the first band to like contribute with original uh, like genuine material of mine you know like lyrics and melodies bass lines and stuff like that so um, yeah we tried to like work back then on our music video for this band the jokers uh-huh. but it definitely didn't work out <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> not because of her actually because of the band right right the we jokers just- <laughs> i mean where yeah uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> It's not How, it's this is 10 years ago. This is 10 years ago? Yeah, that was in 2012, I guess. Hey, well, I mean... Yeah, you know, like almost 10 years ago. Yeah, okay. Well, shit, man. I mean, I'm sure that you as a uh, music creator, as a person, you know, you've had a lot more experience and, uh, you know, uh, you've learned a lot since then. And clearly, man, I mean, I have kind of had the pleasure to kind of see the evolution of Dirty Backseat from like uh, a trio to, I guess now, are you, are you still in a, uh, like, are you still a... A multi-instrumentalist um, group or, or have you kind of now just navigated to you doing it solo? No, it's just me doing everything on my own, you know? Mm. Like, I'm a multi, multi-instrumentalist. I, lear- I learned the keys like, uh, by all by myself. Uh, I've been uh, I used to love playing drums ever since I started playing music already. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I know how to play drums a little bit, and uh, I'm originally a bassist. I was gonna say, is bass your primary instrument? Yes, this is my primary instrument. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I learned guitar along the way. Along the way, like during the years of my experience in music, I learned to play guitar, uh, and I've been using it in uh, for writing songs. You know, so yeah, this is basically it. And yeah. After learning Ableton, uh, I work I work uh, in, uh, through Ableton Live. So yeah, after learning how to use a digital audio workstation, it's uh, it's quite it's quite simpler. Oh, for know? sure, dude! Ain't nobody gonna be yeah. late for practice. You don't got to deal with no bullshit drama of like la yeah. oh, mafi la oh, you know my time and, and investment yes, and everything. Yes, yes, yes. Believe me, I know. And at one point in time, people used to tell me, bro. And especially in Lazy Lung, dude, and I had like, uh, you know, like 14 different band members over my my time, you know. I think I've noticed that. Yeah, you did. Okay, a lot of people noticed it. It's kind of uncomfortable, but at the same time, you know, it's it's each incarnation or each interval of Lazy Lung had uh, a different vibe, a different time, um, of course, a consistent sound, but yeah. like, you know, it's... You know, I'm I'm not someone I'm not uh, someone who's gonna just lay lay down and die. You know what I mean? I'm gonna keep trying and trying and trying. Uh, 
I started out, bro. I started out mitlak. I had a loop station and I was doing things kind of on my own. And yes, it was faster and easier and simpler. But for me, I like that that energy of like, you know, having the drums behind me, you know, like a lot more so. Um, how do you compensate for that energy difference? Having been someone who started out dirty backseat with as a trio to to now just being you on on the uh, on the daw like i i think i think uh, there's no compensation here because that energy is you know it's a thing this yeah. is what matters you know just to be with the band and have this energy get fed off their energy mm. you know this is what it is this, this is what it's all about you know like being in a band and playing with different members and they're all your friends and you're getting inspired by their energy and you know like your yeah that's cool and stuff kinda, but but still kinda, at the same but, time Messalin, if you want to compensate yeah. for that sound you know what i mean there is like a lot more like the drums yeah, yeah, being yeah. loud and live you know i'm wondering yeah. is it maybe a drum machine a programming an eq thing that you just like you know make it fucking even more punchier yeah 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 i get you i get you i get you like um from a sonic uh, point mm. of view, or yeah, like uh, no, it's it's uh, it's a whole process. It's a whole process. Like it's a, I do the whole production and do the whole sound design all by myself. Like in the beginning, when I'm writing a song, I I, I just think of uh, what am I aiming for here? What am I looking for? Because mm. uh, when you take a look at my music that I've been releasing for the past three, two couple of couple of years. Uh, there is some sort of diversity. It had this, uh, like some music, it had this uh, very synthy, punchy drum machines and very loud bass lines, synthesizers and, um, and stuff like that. It's, it sounds so electronica, synth pop, maybe like dark wave-ish a little bit. And some of the songs, they have this vibe of a band. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I just ask myself, what am I going for here? Do I want the sound of a band or do I want the sound of just myself playing mm. with synthesizers and modulars or drum machines or whatever? So yeah, every, everything has its own process. Like if I'm, if I'm going to aim for uh, um, drum machines and synthesizers, that would be, this is kind of like, it has uh, a certain process in sound design and of course production and all that. And the same thing goes for going for uh, a, a live um, uh, instruments. Like I use, a, simply, I just use guitar with pedals mm -hmm. and start to sound design the guitar uh, exactly like I want to. A bass, the bass, I use the bass as well, recording uh, the bass lines. And then if, I, if I'm going to add like keys, I just start to see what, 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 what's, what's, what's common that I like in rock bands. What, what's what's the, my favorite? What, what, What's what is my favorite synthesizer in, in any rock band? Like for yeah. like for example, Damon Pala. What does Kevin Parker uses? What right. does he use on this on this track or on this album or whatever? What is um, yeah benchmarking? Bonnie? You're like benchmarking, exactly. getting references uh, exactly, and trying exactly. to yeah. Well, I mean, hey man, that's that's production one on one, baby. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, 
Hold up, let's let's rewind a little bit here, okay? Let's let's sure. let's do the let's do that sound effect that ha- happens, okay? Oh wait, hold on. Uh lost its charm. Okay, what was your first base? Uh, an Ibanez. Okay. No, 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 no. Actually, my first base. It was an Egyptian brand called Ash. Okay. <laughs> what? There. Wait a minute. There's uh There's an Egyptian company putting making yeah, local. Not, yeah, it's it's an Egyptian local company that sells, I think, Chinese bases. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is this is right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's. All. I think it would be it would be very cool to have like an Egyptian uh, manufacturing company for guitars. That would be so dope. I'm sure there must be, right? There are so many people. <laughs> like, there's probably somebody. There's probably somebody in a basement somewhere that's uh, building custom, um, custom guitars. Speaking of custom things, can you? What's the story about this here thing? Ah, uh, cool dudes behind this this store she peddled. Ah, uh. there's uh, there's a friend of mine called Yusuf Abuzid. And uh, I think he um, he's uh, partnering up with uh, another couple of dudes um, who I don't know. I don't know their names, any. Right, right. Uh, um, so yeah, this project he has been has been he founded this project I think back in 2014, 13, yeah, and he, somewhere around that time. And uh, it's it's a very very cool pedal. It's uh, it's simply designed in a very like. Um, nice retroish uh, way it's um it's a fuzz yeah it's a fuzz pedal hey yeah it has uh <laughs> it works as uh the cool thing about it it, it actually works as an oscillator okay like the one that, ha- that that you would use in a synthesizer hey so yeah <laughs> Here is the uh, the video uh, for for those of you who are just tuning in and maybe are not so familiar with the uh, the work Dirty Backseat has done. Um, where was the shot, by the way? Is it like uh, are you in a construction site? Are you like yes. in the Sahara? Like what's going on here? Yes, I'm. I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm letting you. I got. You, you know. You got the answers, Kanye. No, 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 no. You guess. You guess where it was. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not that well versed in uh, in places in and around Egypt. You know, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's probably the, a construction site. Yes, it is. It, is. it was a construction site. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Local. You know, think, yeah. act local, think global. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, man. I I feel like. Uh, art design and stylism you know a lot of uh, like a lot of work has been done in that department you're you're starting to create this like visual aesthetic to your um your project yeah because like what's the point of just releasing music without having like a whole identity or like a whole um aesthetic mm. yeah like you have your own styling, like you have your own uh, artwork designs, you have your own, uh, you just have your own full package, you know? I'm yeah. just working on that. I'm, I'm trying to like execute a full package with, with audio and visual. Amen. Yatikalafi, you stylish son of a bitch, man. You're looking, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're looking, uh, you're looking fine. You got some cool threads, you know? 
So this was the early incarnation of Dirty Backseat, Mahek? Yes, the lovely trio. The lovely trio. <laughs> and so how did I you guys all meet at first? I'm going to surprise you a little bit here. Okay. That girl, that girl who's on my left in this picture, she was my ex-wife. Okay. Yeah, and that guy who's on my right hand, he's he used to be he used to, my, he used to be my best friend. And yeah, c'est la vie, mon ami. Oh, wait a minute now. Am I putting things together that I shouldn't be? Well, uh, no. No, 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 no. Because you kind of presented it like that was my ex-wife and that was my best friend, and then <laughs> some happened. You know c'est la vie. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what? I intended to, 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 to like um, uh, introduce it that way, <laughs> just to make things like you know, really awkward. Ah, he's alami. Type. No, I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you the story. Um, uh, the guy is, uh, is called Marwan. He's he's a he's a very cool friend of mine, by the way. Uh, up until now. <laughs> mm. But yeah, but my ex-wife, we don't talk now. So yeah, we started this band like. Uh, she's called Noha. Okay. We started this band together. It was a duo at first. Mm. Like it was, it was just me and her. And we were uh, like, we were having this mad young love kind of relationship. And I got this idea to like uh, uh, have like a, a garage rock kind of post punkish band. Yeah. And she she made that design for for mm. our first EP. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, so yeah, she was an illustrator, um, like not an illustrator, she was a graphic designer and a video editor. Okay. And she used, she used to play the guitar and she used to sing, yeah, a little bit. But yeah, uh, we actually Dirty Backseat goes way back, uh, back in 2015 when we founded this together. And uh, yeah, man, and like you got a shit ton of albums, albums, you know what I mean? You put out. You know, the, the good, bad, hypnotize me, mind trap, mind games, SSS plus chains, goodbye, aeroplane, no closure, foolish lover. I'm guessing that's maybe a little, a little bit of a something, something right to, to your past. What up rise yeah. 1969 yeah. in the house. You guys should definitely, you guys should definitely meet up. And if you haven't, uh, it's over plus desire and most released, uh, most recently, most recently, <laughs> uh, part pop heart aching songs. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you you've been like consistently putting you like putting out EPs. You're like yeah. EPs my shit, man. Put out fucking EP, <laughs> fucking <laughs> LP, bro. Ain't nobody trying to, ain't nobody trying to fucking do no LPs in this day and age, bro. We millennials. No, actually, I do have and uh, I do have like finished LPs, but I just don't want to release them because. You know, I, I just I just believe that if you're going to release a full LP, you gotta have like a, a proper fan base, like people who are waiting for you to release this LP. I don't I don't do anything for any. I just do uh, I uh, fuck my fans and fuck uh, anyone who's ever listened to my band. I don't care if you want an EP, a LP, uh, you know, a DP, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm kidding, guys. I love you all. <laughs> Sort of not really, but anyhow, but, um, yo, do you feel like maybe distant from your earlier work though? Cause I mean, like, you know, you was working with your ex-wife, you guys aren't really tight. Do you feel kind of like, that was my earlier stuff and now I don't really do that anymore. Yeah. Kind of, to be honest. Yeah. Kind of. 
because but it, but it's not it's not because I just hate how I started or whatever. I'm just developing. I'm just trying to develop True. year by year. You know, like when I'm whenever I'm trying to write a song, simply speaking, whenever I'm trying to write a song, yeah. I just look back to that song that I just mixed the master right before it and see where it, where was uh, like uh, any mistakes if if there was if there were any mistakes. Mm. that occurred in the previous single because i believe art is free this is my principle my, my this is a principle that i have of mine like every track that i work on it just it expresses a certain feeling and a certain emotion in a certain time so once i got it done that's it even afterwards yeah even afterwards if i feel like oh shit that was bad i'm not going to rewind and re-edit I'm just gonna release it that way, mm. you know what? But I'm just gonna avoid some like uh, technical stuff in mixing, mixing, maybe in production, like in, in the next release. Yeah. So yeah, and I think when you listen to the when you listen to yeah the the last the last year when you listen to some of the songs and kind of focus more, I think I think that I, I kind of developed in certain uh, uh, certain areas. Regarding mixing and sound design. Oh, especially. totally, dude. Your your game has changed. What up, Spaz? Man, we got some we, we got some really cool people in the in the chat right now, man. Seriously, a lot of people showing love, you know, yeah. tuning in. You know, we want to say hello to you. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. We are here with the backseat, dirty backseat, sorry. Um, but yeah, man, you know, your um your vocal performances, your the productions, the textures, everything. It's like you you are crafting and honing and and like you're making some nice shit, man. Honestly, you know, yeah. and I feel like a lot of people been sleeping on you. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, Egypt, right? Like, how, do you feel that Egypt is your um, forever home? Like, are you going to be, you know, uh, living your whole life in, in, uh, in, I'm assuming Cairo or what's the story here? Cairo, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm living in Cairo. Yeah, actually. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like right now, it's it's really hard to tell because of the COVID nineteen. You know, yeah, like, can't get uh, get out anywhere. But actually, I'm just trying to take the to take the advantage of um, the online perks of nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like you can be like an international artist through just uh, playlisting and through Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. Just an international artist based anywhere. Yeah, you just get to have your music listened anywhere in the world. A hundred percent. Work on it, right? There's a new thing called Clubhouse. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. Well, have you mind. fucked with it at all? I I haven't fucked with it, y'all. I got an invitation, but I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I still don't know. It's uh, like I I still didn't tune in or whatever, but um, I haven't tried it yet. But I, I I've heard that it's so cool. By the way, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, but I don't know. It's the, but I heard that the cool thing about it is. You get to have like people working in the actual music in the music industry abroad, and they get to like tell you if you have, uh, if you having if you have like potential to go somewhere. If you, they can give you tips and tricks of how to develop your sound, they can give you like tips connections, baby. We talking business, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, Elevate exactly. yourself, bruh. 
What up? You know? Yeah, for real, though. Yeah. Listen, you know what? We got to kick this interview into high octane, high octane, high gear. All right. So we're going to do a next thing. We're going to do a thing where we do a questionnaire. All right. We're going to do a questionnaire of uh, a, a few things and we're going to get to know you a little bit more. Okay. So, uh, we're, yeah. So we're doing the top three. You got to rank the top three, top to bottom. Okay. Uh, of your personal preferences with regards to the following. Okay. Top three, top to bottom, the TR-808, the Juno, and the Tesco 110F. They're synthesizers. They're just synthesizers. Uh, give, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Share your favorite top three synthesizers. Yeah, yeah. No, no, just give me the choices again. Uh, nah, fuck it. Just you, you choose your own. You, you choose your own favorite synthesizers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I would say uh, the Core Guard three, and uh, and uh, the Drum Machine seven oh seven. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember its name actually. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the micro brute. The micro brute. There you go. Yeah. Booyakasha. Yeah. You know, very, very cool. those are some cool tools, man. All right, favorite local food spots in Egypt. Ah, oh, that's good. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere interesting. Um, you know, man, it's really hard to tell because I really love food. I really do. Type you can no. Okay. Uh, like it's hard to say what's your favorite on the menu. Machine no on the menu, Yanni. Like no on the menu of restaurants. Ah. Uh, food spots. Okay. Uh, I would say uh, okay, okay. I, I think I, uh, I have something in mind. Uh, um. Uh. uh Fuck, I don't remember anything now. You're, you're okay. hey, no, start. What do you want? Kushere, fucking falafel, fool. What is it? Which, like, <laughs> nah, eh. <laughs> Okay, so, um, I really like El Ma'alam Abu Mezen. Okay. Yeah, it has a very, very cool grilled chicken and shawarma. It's a very, very cool place. Uh, and, um, uh, what's what, what, what it called? There's this place that uh, serves Molukheya. I can't remember its name. <laughs> Sava, I'm man. Too bad with names, man. I'm too bad with names. It's all good. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Yeah, there's. Uh, Do you fuck with Zamalek, though? Is Zamalek like your 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 hood? Sure, of course. Yeah? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know if there's love for Zamalek or if it's gotten played out and you're like, yo, fuck Zamalek, bro. It's all about this new place. You no, know? Bro, no, no. Zamalek is my home. Okay. <laughs> All right, there you go. Um, all right, um, top to bottom, hummus mutabel lebni. Hummus? No, no, no. Actually, tabula hummus lebni. Mish mafi tabuli. Mafi tabuli. Fi hummus mutabel lebni. Mutabel, not tabuli. Ah, okay. What's mutabel? Babganoush. Baba Ganooch, oh, I love it. <laughs> 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 hey, yalla. Yeah. Okay, I would say Baba Ganooch. Okay. Almost. And then, 
Oh, so no love for the dairy, huh? Okay, I understand. I understand. Maybe it's an Egyptian thing. I don't know. Okay, uh, favorite beer, local, favorite local beer, and then we will talk about uh, imports. Stella, all the way. All the way. All the way, Stella. Stella. Stella, all the way. I imported. Well, uh, it's there's a hey, sah. I forgot. It's true. And then there's like Sakara, right? Yeah, Sakara is, uh, is another local uh, beer. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, it comes uh, Heineken. And we don't have we don't have much imported beer here by the way. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think we only have Heineken. Okay. And Heineken is not actually imported. It's it's uh, it's it's actually yeah, I I mean the brand is is, is not local but you know like manufactured here in uh, Egypt. Okay. Interesting. Type top three places for ice cream. Uh, Dara's. Dara's ice cream for sure. And uh, and uh, blah, 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 blah. oh, uh, Mandarin Quider is second. Mm. I think these are, these are my two favorite places actually. Muffy third. Bus two places. Uh, <laughs> and then the supermarket. Khalas, khalas. And then the supermarket, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Favorite Asir Taza, top to bottom. Orange. And um, um, mango. And strawberry. Uh, well, very, very, very cool, man. Interesting. Uh, interesting choices. Now we get to. The most important thing, we're getting into the tech world. Uh, rate your favorite streaming platforms top to bottom. Uh, <laughs> mm. That's a whole topic to talk about, by the way. I know. Because, yeah, you know, like, I'm a, like an, as an artist, I really hate streaming services, but I got to use them as a listener, as a user, you know, because it's just more accessible. That's all. Yeah. But man, I would say, I would say Spotify. Okay. I would say Spotify, and I would say uh, the second is um, no. Actually, the, the no. Actually, I hate the rest of them. I hate all. It's just Spotify and fuck all the fuck, fuck all the other bullshit platforms. Yeah, he's <laughs> got the crap. Hey. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, hey, listen, you know, I mean, I don't know what is like the, I don't know what is like the. Uh, you know who's on the ground in Egypt more? Is it like Masalan in in Lebanon right now? Deezer is making its way. They're you know they're heke. Yeah. You know yeah yeah yeah. And um, very very cool people who are working at Deezer. Um, so like you know don't sleep on them. And of course you know uh, and Rami for the Arabi. Um, have you? I just hate it. You just hate Enrami just because it's like so hi, welcome to Enrami, the new song from Dirty Back Seats. Uh, and they like add fucking plural shit to your name for no reason. Lazy lungs, or dirty back seats. You know? <laughs> it's like, bro, where the fuck did you get that from? Yes, exactly. I don't know where the fuck did you get that S from. Yeah. It's not, it's not plural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just love I don't it. I know, man. I think it's a thing here in Arab countries. It, for sure. Putting <laughs> putting the plurals on things that don't need to be pluralized, you yes. know, that's, that's fine. 
Uh, who am I to speak? And I can hardly speak Arabic as it is. So, Mali, it's it's fine. But, you know, you're right, man. You know, uh, another interesting conversation to be had entirely is, you know, with this world of streaming online and concert performances and yada, 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 you know, what do you think a fair price for a digital concert is? A fair price? I don't, I don't know. I haven't done one to say, uh, to like give a proper... Uh, price range it would be unfair okay i guess uh, oh, range, but, name a but, let's say it's 47 soul or oh, i don't know what's a, a kid 14 okay kid 14 is playing online and uh he's doing a concert and it is you know like what would you pay to watch an online concert to see kid 14 maybe i would say like five dollars okay yeah, yeah. Punk rock, baby. That's that's respectable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Five dollars. Hopefully right. the entire internet tunes in and then you're making mad money. You know what I mean? Like that's that's it's just nothing, you know? Exactly. It's actually the cost of a subscription to Spotify. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. A yearly subscription. No, it's not it's no, not a monthly. But a yeah, monthly yeah, 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 yeah. Um you know, I think that there are going to be more and more, um, you know, online platforms that do concerts so that you, you you subscribe to it and then you can see any concert that you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, I'm sure that'll happen. Um, there's a lot of talk and a lot of, of development happening in Saudi. Uh, do you ever let politics interfere with uh where you play like for example if saudi were like dirty back seat we want you to play for uh, the kingdom uh come to our concert would you be like yeah i wouldn't mind yeah i, I won't mind i wouldn't mind okay I wouldn't mind. why not why not it's actually cool to hear that saudi arabia now has a has a music scene and it's developing and it's growing and it's and it's crazy <laughs> right you know just don't yeah. just don't bring an apple watch right no <laughs> <laughs> no Apple Watches, man. No Apple Watches, man. I, I play punk rock here. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I'm, I'm just doing a. It's a bit. It's a bit stupid bit. But um, all right, man. So here's a question. More fun, fun. More s serious questions. Um, you know, what would you rather? Instead of contracting coronavirus, you have to replace it with another condition. Okay. Uh, which of these conditions would you rather? Restless leg syndrome, narcolepsy, or foreign language syndrome? I think foreign language syndrome is the easiest. Yeah. I don't know what exactly did you say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so restless... Uh, restless leg syndrome is a condition that causes an uncontrollable urge to move your legs, usually because oh, of an um restless leg syndrome. Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay. Usually because of an uh, uncomfortable sensation. It typically happens in the evening or nighttime hours when you're sitting or lying down. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah man. <laughs> I think I already have that as it is. You know, I'm I'm like sitting here and I'm just like, so tell me about your life, man. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, narcolepsy is when you chronically fall asleep. Like, could be anything. Could be in the interview and then just be like.
Sorry. Narcolepsy. Mm. This is crazy. It's 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 good. Uh, it's a nice piece of info, though. Yeah. Oh, you know. Hey, listen. I'm not making fun of these conditions. I'm trying to shed light and and bring, you know, uh, bring some attention to some of these things. You know. Yeah, yeah. But, I, know. I know what you're trying to say here. Yeah. Because don't want to get canceled. Just saying. You know. But I think most Lebanese suffer from uh, foreign accent syndrome for sure. For sure. Yeah. Dep yeah, man. If they're speaking to like, you know, if you speak to like someone from Ethiopia, all of a sudden it's like, you know, they're putting on like a Ethiopian African accent. If they're speaking to someone, you know, they're horrible for it. You know, they're horrible for it. I can't imagine how it's like, you know, I, I really can't imagine how it's like. Like it's like if you speak in a shittier broken English, they'll understand you more. They think that like if you don't speak English as in good, then by you yeah. also speaking shitty English, then they will understand. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, like they're trying to trying to put their best out there. Like, hey, hey I'm I'm speaking English. I'm I'm, I'm all about speaking. You English. come he here. For you, you to me, is, for you, come now. You know, that's... <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Going. Exactly. I am go. You you are stay. It's like, why are you putting in words that you wouldn't normally... I don't know, man. I'm just trying to communicate. Anyway. Um, what are some of your favorite acts to come out of Cairo and the Arab world? Favorite acts? Yeah. Like, generally... Acts like specifically, no specific, no, specific, no, no, no. I mean, generally, as in, no, generally, in terms of genres, just man, like, what are your favorite acts to come out? Could be whatever, you know, it's no judgment. Okay, okay, I would say, uh, uh, Shams is my favorite. Okay, uh, run that back, that. run that back. I didn't hear it's called Mithin Shams 200 Shams. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot of shumps. Yeah, two hundred shumps. He's a very, very cool dude, and he's um, he plays. He has a very funky, electronic, um, dancey, experimental, psychedelic pop kind of aesthetic. You know, um, he's so cool. The guy's just so underrated. And by the way, he's very, very consistent on releasing music as well. Okay. So yeah, I think he comes number one, and uh, number two is the band Ten Stars, and yeah, that's tricky. These are all from Egypt. Yes. Okay, Barat uh, Masr. Barra Masr. Yeah. I would say uh, yeah, Kid Fourteen is very cool. Shout out to the kid. Arbatasher. Yeah. And. And. There's someone tuned in right here. Uh, Marajal Music. He actually just put out. I actually shared, I think, his video. Uh, you guys would actually get along quite n nicely, actually. I think that you should do a collab uh, for sure. But. Yeah, um, what, what, what is the project called again? Marajal Musics. Oh. 
It's actually just music, but I put the S, you know, I'm a piece of shit. Now you're doing it. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. So, but like, are you into like Meselan Shebishdeed? Are you into hip hop, Chino, fucking, you know, Darwish? Are you into the Arabic hip hop? Of course, some of it, some of it, yeah. I'm actually more more into um, like the alternative pop kind of uh, uh, scene, but hip hop has been evolved. Yeah. What I'm into in hip hop specifically is Shabjdeed Nazir. Uh, mm. Basically the guys of uh, the guys behind uh, that label uh, Platinum. Platinum. Exactly. Shout out to Platinum guys. I really love them. Yeah man. I really do. Yeah yeah. That's cool. Speaking of labels though Oh, did I lose you? I think I lost him. I think I lost him. Somebody's calling him. Let's see here. How do I do that? How do I remove the guy? I don't know how to remove you. I don't know how. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, he left. That's okay. You got a phone call. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please uh, do us a favor. Okay. And um, by all means, submit some questions for uh, Mr. Mr. Seat, Mr. Dirty, um, because we're going to be doing a Q and a, all right. I want to talk about slow decay or like, this like I don't know how do you pronounce it like it's Russian is it Slovak Slovak Mahmoud Bayoun what's up baby hope uh, hope the shoot with uh, the chef is going well well stay tuned everybody we're uh, we're doing fun times with Mr Dirty Backseat. Hey, sorry, I'm back. It's all good, man. You got a phone call. You got a phone call. You know? Yeah. You're popular, bro. You're popular. It's all good. You know, I'm thankful. Got you on the I got you on the podcast. You know what I mean? We're talking about some serious things. But um, you know, uh Lick, there is uh we were trying to segue into the thing. We were talking about platinum, and now I want to talk about slow decay. Like, how did that all come to be? And um yeah. Yeah, slow decay. Yeah, okay. Basically, it was um, it was an idea just to bring all the people, like-minded musicians and artists, all together under one like umbrella. I would say because um, you know it has been fading. It has been fading for years. Like the only collective that we used to have here in Cairo, it was called Vent. So shout out to Vent, the guys from Vent. Um, Vent basically worked on, worked in in the essence of um, gathering all musicians, all like-minded musicians, like Zuli, like uh, Hassin Shabini, like uh, Busaina, many, many, like a bunch of cool dudes. Uh, And they just got this club opened in downtown. And they just started to like build uh, like, uh, a cult following base kind of thing mm. through events and showcasing artists, 
showcasing indie artists uh, not actually attached to a certain genre or whatever. So basically what we've done, and that was in 2013, by the way, and actually faded because of the costs and because of the profits. They didn't make out a lot of profits because the people don't want to listen to actually indie artists. They don't want to listen to music that, that they're not familiar with whatsoever. So it got locked, it, it got like canceled or the, th the whole thing got like, uh, I don't know, it just, they broke it off for some reason and the club, sh they shut the club down. Uh, so yeah, this is basically the model that we got inspired from. We, it's, it's founded, uh, actually, yeah, like I, I formed this uh, collective with uh, uh, a friend of mine called Rogi Ahmed, and he's the one behind uh, 200 Shams, by the way, the, the, the artist that I just told you about. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and uh, we, we just thought about, and my ex-wife for sure, she was a partner in this back then, like two years ago. So, yeah, we, we only thought of, we're just releasing, we're just working on a lot of music, the three of us. Me as Dirty Backseat and him as Blue Frank, his other project. It's called Blue Frank. Mm. And we were working together and he was working on my first EP, Gubat, as a mixing engineer and a mastering engineer as well. And he was also working with a bunch of other indie artists as well. So he just said, why don't we just gather all these releases and make them, uh, make them proper? Like, we can actually create a whole package for every artist. Like, we have the uh, audio technicality uh, in the studio. And, uh, how we, can know, we know how to manage the studio and we know how it works in the box, like in, in, in the studio and all that. And uh, Noha, she was... Uh, in charge of the media designs and uh, video editing and, and uh, the graphic designing and all the these kind of things and together we were like handling managing the, the online accounts mm. so instagram and facebook and whatsoever so we, we actually we the three of us managed to uh, like start up uh, a, like a mini collective with a bunch of artists and we signed up for a band camp just to upload all the releases on Bandcamp so we can like uh, make any kind of revenue from it. Right. Yeah, and then we started to showcase ourselves in in different matters. Like we've been we've been um, uh, curating a lot of showcases under Slow Decay's name, uh, especially in Cato Jazz Club and many venues. Just just to showcase artists who are not. Uh, attached to a certain genre, who are serious about their art, who just want to show their art to the world and all. We just we've been trying to help like uh, a lot of artists, like Feluca, for example, like uh, Ziada, the one who collab collaborated with me on a couple of tracks, like uh, like a lot of a lot of indie artists, like local indie artists. You know? Well, hey man, that's the fucking way to do it, right? Like, I mean, uh, you yes. know, you you create a thing. Um, underground label, you know, I mean, like you guys are really kitschy, you know, it could be like, you know, putting out cassette tapes and I'm sure, you know, uh, in, uh, we've worked on that as well, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, your boy does, you know, your boy yeah, knows. If you some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen the posts, we, we had this idea of, um, uh, like, uh, 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 issuing this mixtape that has a bunch of artists. Mm -hmm. on it 
so you can get a whole idea on who is Slovakia. Exactly. And I mean, uh, there are more, you know, in the more peoples you get in, the more collabs you do. Uh, I'm really, it's visually people. cool. There's a whole, you know, you're like putting a lot of uh, not just style, but also substance. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you guys are doing some really cool shit. But I got to say, yeah. you know, like when you talk about the mainstream, uh, you know, and and like the, the taste of the people. You know, I mean, you're talking about Egypt, right? Like, there's like oh, a gazillion people in Egypt. You know, just imagine, like, you know, if if one percent like what you're doing, you're gonna have lots of people showing up. You know what I mean? So, um, just keep on nailing it. You know, but I mean, at the same time, you know, if it's fucking, you know. You know, that's probably what gets like all, all, all play all day, right? Like, <laughs> yes. But there's like, there is somewhat of an embracing of this kind of like Arabi, oh, kind of fucking stuff, right? Like, they're, <laughs> right? Like, they're, you know, uh, Omar Suleiman, maybe even some more people. Like there are more and more acts that are coming out like super Arabi, like super Arabi. You know, Blue yeah, Pfeiffer, Midrimin, yeah. Kie, uh, You know what I mean? Do you find yourself maybe having some plans to kind of like you know marry uh, that kind of new wave type of sound, retro, retro sound, yeah. bus ala she Arabi? No, listen, I don't know about it. I, I, I think I'm just keeping I'm just trying to keep it real, you know. I feel you. I'm not trying to, yeah, I'm not trying to, like, jump on a certain wave of Arabic music just to be famous or whatever. Because this well, is not... It's mission not to jump on famous, my famous. No. Obviously, you're making the thing that you do, but at the same time, look, man, Anna, I, no, no, Anna, no, no, I was I'm like getting, you. I'm trying to get to the point. No, 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 I'm trying to get to the point. The point, maybe, maybe I just, um, like expressed it in the wrong way a little bit but i'm just i just think of of it as it's all about your background it's all about what, what your backgrounds are basically are about my backgrounds are all about rock music um, ambient music uh, punk rock um, it has it has uh, arabic music of course arabic pop especially hamid shairi is one of my influences by the way mm. i love it and early amri diab days early muhammad munir I love these kind of things. It's pop music, and I love pop music. What I do is actually pop. But I'm not, what I'm trying to say here is, I'm not trying to jump on a wave. That wave that I'm, that I'm saying, that I'm referencing to, uh, or referring to, is the wave of tabla, the extreme Arabic sound. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to go there mm. for any kind of reason, you know? Because it's not my background. I don't know how to, how to make like a, a real nice loop uh, that consists of duff and tabla and strings. I, I, I don't know. How yeah, to do no, that. I, I get you. I get but, you entirely. But, however, however, no, no, however, however, I'm just gonna do my thing, like exactly like you said. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying right now. I'm working on a couple of songs in Arabic, inspired by early Hamid and early Muhammad Munir, in a mm. way, like the vocalization of things. But the music, it's exactly the same. And the question here is. Would people want to listen to the same kind of music that I that I make with Arabic lyrics? I don't know. Let's see. Mm. Indeed, it's, it's, I think this is an yeah. I think this is a new wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. not. It's not out there, and it's it's niche. 
it's still niche for the people. The, yeah, don't worry about all that shit, man. You just do what you, you what feels good, yeah, what yeah. feels right, and the rest will follow, right? But you yeah. certainly do have a love for retro sounds and retro fashion, retro films. Why do you why do you think that is? I think it's timeless. It's not it's not related to a certain decade or something. Like I love parts from the 70s, like fashion-wise, sound-wise, even visual, visually. And um, I also like things about the 80s. I also like stuff uh, from the 90s. So just I just like to mix and match, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's basically what I do. And I think it's it remains authentic until this day. All these sounds that, were, that got developed ever since the synthesizers like popped back in the day, like in the, in the 50s or the 60s. But uh, yeah, it, it has been developing, but it's not too modern. Like nowadays, some some artists they use too modern sounds, and I don't like these kind of modern sounds. I like I like to to remain in the authentic areas of the 80s, the 90s, mm. the 70s. You know. Nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia. <laughs> no, I don't even like to showcase it in a very nostalgic way. You know, I like to uh, may do my own thing within every sound that I make. You know, you're like a what do you call it? In like what did they call it? time traveler? You know what I mean? Uh, maybe yeah. time traveler. Um, so like, yeah, man, like, you know, you quite stylish, you know what I'm saying? You, you quite, you know, you yeah. got like a, you got like a, you know, you look at, you got like a fucking vibe to you. Yeah, um, yeah. is that like, are there cool thrift shops in Egypt or are you yeah, like, Ukela, huh? Yeah. There's a place in downtown called Ukelta Bella. Okay. Is that your yeah, it spot? That's like, you know, no, no, no. I, I've never, I've never bought any, anything from there. Okay. <laughs> but it's like the hip place it's like where all the cool yeah, people yeah it's like the, hip, the most yeah it's, it's the most hip place uh, to buy like uh, vintage clothing and all that but I, I, I basically I, I usually I buy my clothes online ah uh, shops here in Cairo or whatever okay yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure man cause you know like that that's cool that you can do online shopping nothing to be Lebanon man it's like sure online oh gee what sure yeah, online yeah. Well, now in these days, man, you know, nothing is normal in, in, in Lebanon, but yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. Okay. We have our fingers crossed that the situation be Lebanon. It will to become again, top number one. You've got my heart, man. You've got my heart and prayers for real. Yeah, I know, man. You're a sweetheart for sure. You're a sweetheart for sure. So, um, yeah, man, like, you know, you, you mentioned something about, um, you mentioned something about being like a sucker or not sucker, but like, you know, like you have a soft spot for the nineties. Um, are you excited for the new mortal Kombat movie? Oh, they've announced it. Yeah. Ew, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I mean, were you into video games? Were you a gamer? Uh, not really. Not really. Not, not like really. Pac-Man something like the atari i like i like i like some games like pac-man mortal kombat and uh street else? fighter and shit like that street fighter yeah and crush yeah remember that yeah, yeah or, or fox i don't know i don't know <laughs> all right computer relax J jesus i'm getting all these notifications 
Anyway, sorry. Sorry about that. Um, do you suffer from gas? Like, like gear acquisition syndrome. No, no, say that again. Say that again. I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a thing called gear acquisition syndrome. Mm. Meaning that you like see pedals or guitars and you're like, yeah, yeah I guess. Oh my God. <laughs> I really want that. Like, not really. I need it. <laughs> like, 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 I have this baby, man. Ooh, what's this? Oh, yeah. You got, see, that's the thing that I showed the picture of. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's so dope. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so dope. Because I love, I love making noises and all. As long as I do have this. This is like a shameless promotion or whatever. Hey, not some sh shameless pride promotion, okay? Pride promotion. Pride promotion. It's another lane. We have to get into it. Here is my favorite, uh, my favorite guitar picks, okay? Yeah. Hey, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pride promotion. So, what was the what was the last piece of gear or new toy that you got really excited for or that like elevated your music? That little piece that I just show you, the store sheet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. You're going through these questions like a motherfucker. Uh, what was your <laughs> What was your fondest memory or experience uh, be, uh, be Cairo? What was my funniest? Fondest. Your most fondest experience. Fondest experience. Uh, fondest experience? That's 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 too gender. Yeah, hey, man, no, like you, you know, you found five dollars on the street, and you were like, "Wow, that's a fun experience." Maybe it could have been your album release. You know, like what was, you know, the the feeling of of finally going on stage and playing to, you know, x thousands of people or or whatever. You know, like it could no, be I, getting I, your I, first I, car, I, motherfucker. I don't know. What was I, your funnest experience? You hey, okay, calm down. Calm the shit down, dude. <laughs> okay, so the funnest experience. Um, first time I go live solo. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that was after my divorce. It was. It was. <laughs> it was something. Oh, wow. Yeah, that must have yeah. been new and like you know reinventing yourself you know what i mean yes. you're yes, yes. you're out there absolutely absolutely that was actually that was actually two years ago wow yeah okay yep and dude i didn't know i could do it oh you could do it man we we all believe in you we got people uh, uh submitting questions Ooh, uh we need to tell everyone leko if you're watching this podcast there are a few of you in here okay send in some questions uh for our guest mo at aka dirty backseat anything you want ask him anything all right favorite movie uh what's your favorite color stupid shit like that you know like i mean the world literally is your oyster yalla let's hear it submit some questions for the dude until then we have marajel being like yeah hey, what's your process as a productive as possible and not to get uh demotivated um i sit alone a lot like it, it really it really helps me to like uh 
work on more music, like on daily basis, because I have this word, day job, uh, and my day job is a bit frustrating, by the way. Sometimes I, I, get, uh, I go back home at around 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., and my energy is just way too consumed. Mm. And the only thing that I do is just sit down, relax, make some food. You know, if I feel like I want to jam today, just grab my guitar and just try to, you know, uh, try, I try to make loops. I try to make loops. And if it sounds good, I get in the mood. I just start writing a song. So this is, you know, like sitting alone for a while, just relaxing, you know, and just getting very, very comfortable, very, like, very light with your music instrument, just doodle some guitar lines, doodle some vocal lines. But it's not on daily basis too, by the way. Mm. Like, uh, I, I don't go back home from work every day and just stay, sit down in my studio and just say, hey, I'm going to work on a new song right now. No, it's not like that. Whenever I feel like it, to be honest. Yeah, you're not a slave to the thing. Uh, yeah. You know, you're not a slave to your craft or whatever. I mean, you know, that's yeah, how you... Yeah, yeah. But I guess yeah. what he's talking about in the demotivating thing or like sometimes you can get down on yourself, right? With being too harsh of a critic of your work. Sometimes it's like... Huh? Yeah, I take a break. Yeah, take a break. So when you're not doing music and being fucking dirty backseat, like Yanni Keith, how, how do you spend your time? Yeah. Um, how do I? Sp <laughs> okay. So, like, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, um, um, if I feel like demotivated, uh -huh. from music, I go out a lot. I go out a lot. I meet friends a lot. Um, I, um, I sit, I sit at home, um, watch movies on my own. Spend more time with my cat. I spend more time with my family. Um, just basic things, you know. Nothing like adventures or whatever sometimes if it's if it's time to if it's summertime or if it's a nice time to like travel i would, I would go for travel like uh, for a yeah. week and just forget totally about music and listen to more music as not as a musician who like analyze each and every melody in his own ears you know no, just just try to enjoy and relax everything around me try to appreciate little things yeah Maybe yeah. me. Well, I mean, hatta even going to uh, some places outside of Cairo, you know, like head up to Alexandria, Jao, you know, maybe go for a cruise. I don't know. We've got a question from someone. Uh, very cute. Health specifics. Very cute question. How happy are you to be on the uh, Only Here for the Wi-Fi podcast? I'm that happy. You're that happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thank you, Tanya, you sweetheart. You, okay, we got a question here, and a very important one from Amanda. Uh, what's your cat's name? Uh, it's called Aziz. Aziz. Yep. When did you first get Aziz? Last year, uh, in March, right before the the Corona, or yeah, exactly one like one week before before the Corona starts. Wow, perfect timing, huh? I think. I, by the way, he's around. Uh, he would say hi. By the way. <laughs> what a cute cat. We're like, yeah. sure. Say hi, Zuzu. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lake, man, uh, listen, honestly, I just want to thank you for, for taking the time to be here on, on the show. Um, I, I leave you the floor to kind of uh, to promote to to uh to share with people to motivate people words of encouragement like you know 
hit us what you got. Um, I don't know. I'm, 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 listen, <laughs> this has been an honor to me, really. And um, I would tell the people to just, you know, listen to good music. Don't, uh, and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just feel pressure. You know? Oh, no, <laughs> man. Relax, yo. Don't worry. Ain't no judgment, son. You don't need, you don't need to, like, worry about any of that stuff. Like, okay, like, for example, you know, you just put out your record. Everybody, you know, listening to this podcast now, in the future, whatever, by all means, support local talent in your area and areas abroad. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how great it is when you just fucking buy an album on Apple or a, a, a t-shirt or fucking, I don't know. Like, you know I mean? Here it is. You got the uh, slow decay label. Check out that label. You know what I mean? Um, tune into a live stream, follow and, and do all that shit. You know, like, that's all I, I can say. All. You said you said them all already, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's another last minute question. Amanda's got. Tell us your favorite track you advise to listen to. That's a great question, by the way. What's your like? This is the track that represents me best. Um. Okay. Ariel. I would say Ariel Pink lipstick. Pink lipstick. No, no, no. Ariel Pink. Your music, my dude. Ah, for my music? Of course. For sure. Your music. No, you should listen to Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. <laughs> um, Nightmares, I think. I really love this track. Yeah, listen more to Nightmares. And don't forget to listen more to Pop Heart Taking Songs, the recent EP that I just released. Um, my, my favorite track off this recent record is hard for sale so yeah i would pick hard for sale i would highly advise to listen to this to this one heart for sale yeah this is actually my favorite track okay so yeah cool man in which case then uh i'm gonna play that out and again hey man thank you for coming on to the show you know what i mean um i'm sure that yourself marajal Kid 14, you know, like this is the time to connect with people. This is not the time to slow down. You know, we, we're all about, I, I think you guys should actually do a, a live concert jam together. You know what I mean? Uh, did did you did you ever reach out at all to the Beirut Jam Sessions people? Not really. Not Fucking really. do that, man. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, live music, J-O. There are a lot of things that are happening online that are like, you know, online concerts or whatever. And I think that, you know, in this creative jail that we are living in, um, we have to stay, you know, stay on top of shit and not, you know, like get, like Maraja was saying, become demotivated or, or like, oh, what am I going to do, you know? And you've got the tools to do it, baby. So fucking... Yeah. You know, Habibi, thanks again for coming on the show and uh, we will we will see you soon, okay? Yeah, man. Yalla. Take care, take care. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes today's episode with Dirty Backseat. Um, yeah, man. Wow. Super interesting dude. And about you're about to hear one of his favorite songs. 
tomorrow on the show, we've got yet another amazing guest. Layla, Layla Nahas. Layla is someone uh, I've never actually really, really properly hung out with. But I get to do that tomorrow. That's one of the great things about this podcast. That's one of the great things about, you know, learning and, and connecting with people. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And hopefully I'll see you tomorrow for yet another episode of Only Here for the Wi-Fi.